Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. Welcome to this week's edition of the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us this Sunday and every Sunday. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, filling in for Andrew Duncan, who's out of town this week, here with Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage Group. Love hosting the show with Josh. He's he's always right on the cutting edge, so positive. <laughs> always a good time. Always a good time. <laughs> so before um, the show started, we were talking about some interesting um real estate mortgage related news this week. And I feel like right now more than ever, the mortgage market and the mortgage news is so tied to what's going on with real estate more than it's ever been. And and look, mortgage and mortgage news is always important when it comes to real estate. But right now we can definitely see on our end when there's slightly even some good news and when there's bad news. We can see it in production. We can see it in uh, activity and and the amount of people that are reaching out to us and wanting information on homes. It is so tied to what's going on in the mortgage market. And this week, what we saw was rates dropped. And they dropped on any kind of sign of some possible good news with the economy, whether those signs are, are true or not, rates dropped. Mm-hmm. And I love having somebody so ingrained in the mortgage world with us because I want to know Josh's opinion on this uh, because, hey, everybody else has given their opinion. What's one more? Yeah, what's one more? (laughs) Um, Great introduction. Um, I mean, the data that we received this week and last week, it indicates that possibly we might be at the peak of the high rates and it could be downhill from here. Now, Full disclaimer, I am not stating rates are going to drop. Do not hold me to that. But the jobless claims numbers today, or excuse me, not today, today's Sunday, came out this past week, and they were significantly lower, Mm -hmm. which is good. You know, more jobless claims. Um, Normally, that would be bad, but for for rates, it's good. (laughs) You know what's so funny, right? Everything in the mortgage industry and real estate, we are literally betting against the market. It's like, oh, more people lost jobs. Great. Rates are coming down. Um, so jobless claims was higher and the GDP was negative. You know, it was, it was mm-hmm. lower, which was great. Um, those are clear signs that, okay, the market, you know, the data is catching up to how, you know, potentially America's feeling, you know, high credit card debt and various things like that. And that is a very good indication for rates. Yeah. Well, cause you've mentioned that before, at least with what you're seeing is that you're seeing a lot of people, even when they're talking about mortgages have much higher consumer debt. Correct. than they did a couple of years ago. And, you know, that can only go on so long before people are like pulling back on what they're spending, before people are a little hesitant to spend any more money or do something like purchase a, a large product like yeah. a home or a car or something like that. So, you know, that kind of thing, um, it does take time to maybe max out those cards, to pull on all that debt, and then for it to affect you mentally. Correct. Because I do think that that's probably what's happening in the economy. A big time. I mean, a a big thing. Yeah. So if, you know, spending, I mean, Amazon, you know, they're predicting that, you know, Christmas time, Black Friday is not going to be as big this year. And, you know, part of their indication is what, you know, is going on in the markets. Um, But with that, I mean, so for example... Anyone that bought a home 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, I mean, they're sitting on massive equity, right? Uh, More so 2020 and before. And what we've seen is that, you know, for those, they have a 3% interest rate, but they have quite a bit of 
you know, equity in their home. So as people run into credit card information, you know, credit card issues or debt pay down or consolidation, one thing we just released is different than a home equity line of credit. It's a home equity loan. So it's fixed Mm. for 30 years. So let's just say your interest rate's 30% on your credit card. You've got a 3% interest rate. You do not want to refinance that to a 7 or 8% to pull cash out. Well, great. We can give you a home equity loan at 10%, blend your two rates together, and it's a heck of a lot cheaper than 30% interest on your credit card. Right. So there's options right now to help people get through these times. And, you know, we're taking full advantage of helping people do that, mm-hmm. you know, daily. Are you, are you seeing more of those home equity loans or even HELOCs or are people still like hesitant to do that? Um, <clears throat> I actually made some calls personally last week to some past clients from 2019. Two of them were like, yeah, I need to do some home improvements. That could actually be a really good thing because I don't want to get rid of my 3% rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been predicted that that's going to be a multi-billion dollar industry over the next year and a half. Wow. Now, you know, I feel like a lot of these things that are predicted, it's hard for them to actually come to fruition because I do feel like if rates dropped and the mortgage rates cooled down a little bit, I could see where people would then pull back on those plans and turn around and say, okay, actually what I want to do now is buy something <laughs> instead of improving my house or correct. Cause what they say is, Hey, if rates could get to like five and a half, and of course that's their prediction, they don't know. They think if rates can get to five and a half for somebody that has a 3% interest rate, that's a lot more palatable than something that is seven, 8%. Agreed. And then what you're looking at is a lot of people did purchase in 2021, you know, um, and rates had already started ticking up then 4%, you mm-hmm. know, I don't remember correctly, but, um, you know, they would definitely be more in line with, hey, I'll, I'll jump yeah, to that five and a half. Those are that are at four or five percent, absolutely. Um, the, the, the cutoff, I think, is going to be six percent. Once yeah. rates get to six percent and below, the home equity loan doesn't really make too much sense. Okay. Um, I mean, it can, right? If they're at a two percent and they're like, you know, but that blended rate between your two percent and a 10 or 11 percent is going to be more than that six percent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was funny. I saw something on Instagram the other day, and it was this guy just screaming he was irate because he was looking at a payment of buying a home at eight uh, percent versus uh, you know on a seven on a six hundred thousand dollar home, and then it showed you know a year later rates come down to seven percent, and he can now afford a hundred thousand dollar more home for that same payment. Right. So when they start to come down. It's going to be huge for buyers because everyone's been so used to these 8%. When it gets down to 6 even 6 I think even 7 right? 7% with the opportunity to buy it down into like a mid-6, that's going to be like when rates are 3% again. Right. You know? Well, see, it's such it's a, a new 3%. Yeah, right. Uh, it's such like a delicate balance because then you think, okay, well, if it's going to push a lot of people off the fence and more people decide they're okay with selling, will then it affect prices? You know, will prices stagnate? Because I could see where, I actually don't think so, because then I, I don't think, think so either. Well, because I think a whole bunch of buyers would jump back into the market, so then they're absorbing that inventory. Yeah, they're on the brink. Right. Like, think of just uh, like a pit bull eyeing a steak. You know, it's just like... <laughs> they're waiting. Yeah, they're drooling, they're excited. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. So many people want to buy but they just cannot. Mm-hmm. They can't justify it. 
Um, and we've discussed this on the show before. When it comes to rates right now, it's more of a psychological thing in reality because I'll do an exercise with clients. You know, when I speak to them, I'll say, hey, we're not going to go over rates. Let's go over payments. Right. I love that. What do you think of this payment, Robert? Yeah. You're like, oh, well, yeah, that's actually okay. Great. That's an eight and a half percent. Oh my God. I can't do right. that. Right. My friend got a 3% a year ago. <laughs> I, I, that's always the thing. Like, oh, my friend, John, you know, he's, oh, we hear that when we go to list people's homes. Like, oh my God, I could have gotten a hundred grand a year ago. Yeah. More. Um, so focusing on the payment, a lot of times, you know, if, if we had a t- 10 people and six of them said, no, we're going to wait. And if we went over with those six people, well, let's just go over payments. I guarantee you at least three of them would buy. I'd wow. be like, you know what? That's actually not too bad. Not too bad at all. And I relate it to like when you go to buy a new car. I don't want my payment any more than $1,000. And they're like, hey, we can get your rim and tire package for another 100 bucks a month. And you're like, you know, my wife does curb the rims a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, all right, fine, we'll do it. So they were dead set at no more than 1000 and now they're 1100 Right. They True. have that threshold. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, you get into kind of the old adages, you can refinance, you know, you can go down the road and if rates go down, you can refinance. You know, when I bought my home in 2014, I think I had a four, eight, seven, five, which was fine at the time. Great at the time, you know, it was great now, but uh, at the time it was normal. And then during all of this craziness, you know, we refied, did a cash out and our mortgage payment, because the rate went down so much even though we were doing a cash out and the rate was a tiny bit higher, you know, than baseline, I think we still d- did like, I think we were still in the high twos. Yeah. Um, our payment was still less than what it was Correct. with the 4875. So there's that ability where like they say, and I really don't love this statement, but it's, you know, when does it buy the house? Yeah. The rate? I don't, I don't know, but the statement Ma- basically means date, like marry the yes, house, date the rate. There you go. There you yeah. go. Cause so, so you can, you can, you can always refinance. And I think that that um, is the, you know, the worst case scenario is that you bought and you can't refinance and you can't refinance because rates went up even higher. Correct. Which is even better. Right. 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 But, and it's, it's, it's so important. Like that topic you just touched. If you can afford the payment and it does not stress you out financially, buy the house because when rates do drop and I'm not speaking for every part of the United States, but here in Florida and especially in Tampa, Florida, we're still growing. Mm-hmm. People are moving here consistently. New, new companies are being started. New jobs are being created. This is a growing city. So that aspect alone, people need to buy. Right. Right. When you see cranes swinging in a city and a lot of them, it's a very clear indication that there's a lot of growth going on and there's a lot of new apartments, various things. So if you can buy now and have a payment that is affordable, you know, most people say, well, this is going to be too much over 30 years. I'm like, all right, well, let's be honest. You're not going to be there 30 years and rates are going to drop in the next, let's just say two years, mm-hmm. right? We, we, we predict that they're going to be this year coming, but let's just say it's even two years. Great. You refinance out, market starts to go back up. You've gained equity. You get a cheaper payment. I mean, you're in a great spot. Absolutely. Opposed to you need to spend 60 grand over list and there's 24 offers on that property. Right. Which was so fun during those times. Yeah. Well, um, you know, definitely something interesting to think about. I think that, um, you know, it's definitely changing. I mean, I'm sure we'll keep talking about this, but we have to take a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. 
Stick with us and we'll be back right after this quick break. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo here with Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage Group. You know, a lot of economic news came out this week, you know, just going back to our previous discussion and having it come over to this segment. Um, so much economic news came out this week, especially when it when it's in regards to earnings and earnings season. And, you know, all these companies have to report their earnings every quarter. And a lot of this data is based on year over year, you know, what happened last quarter at the same time and how it's looking this year. Um, but a lot of these companies and everything in the economy is connected, but a lot of these companies really reported weaker earnings than last year. And those earnings and those potential earnings going into the last quarter um, are really what they're looking at as far as consumer debt. You know, when that's tied to consumer debt and the high credit card balances and everything else, that goes back to people spending less money because they have less money to spend. I also would tell you, I don't think it's a coincidence that there's less money floating around and everything's slowing down once everybody had to start repaying their student loans. Oh, yeah. That was you a know, big surprise. Uh, yeah. I mean, this kind of stuff that had been um, silently kind of affecting the economy. Because look, if, okay, I kept saying, hey, if student loans are this big of a problem, which I'm sure that they are for a lot of people. And that payment is large for a lot of people. But if it's that large and that many people are affected that you need student loan forgiveness and they haven't been paying those bills for years and all of that money, I guarantee you, is being dumped in the economy. Nobody, uh, I would tell you probably very little people were pocketing that money and saving it. No, that's They're spending the, it. That's not the American way. So if all of that is being flushed into the economy for years... That's a lot of money mm -hmm. because it's so much money that you have to forgive it because it's holding people down. So if it's that much, then it definitely has a big impact on the economy. And all of that now is stopped. Correct. And a, a huge impact. Huge right? impact. And we don't think about that because it's so minute, like our student loans. Right. But when you look at it, let's just say there's a guy that had student loans and a payment's worth $1,000 a month. Ooh, I don't need to pay that. Well, it's so big that Correct. it needs to be forgiven. Yeah. Because oh, it, it's affecting the economy so bad that it needs to be forgiven. Correct. And it's affecting people so bad that they don't have money to spend in a capitalist economy. So you go on and on about it. But when now you have all that going back to student loans, student loans. Yeah. So that guy that was like, oh, I don't have to pay a thousand bucks anymore. Right. Gets a car payment for a thousand bucks. Now he's got his student loans and he has that car payment. Right. It's going to put people in a very strange predicament, which again, for anybody that is going through that, the home equity loan is a fantastic product if you own a home and you have equity in it to get yourself out of some of those situations. Yeah, absolutely. And all of that goes back to rates mm -hmm. because it all goes to, okay, should we, you know, not that anybody's controlling anything because they're not, but basically like, should money be cheaper to borrow because we need to have more money into the economy? And, or is it more expensive to borrow because we need to pull money out of the economy? So when you look at that and how it affects rates, a lot of these indications give us an indication that rates could go lower like yeah. they did this week. Correct. I mean, it definitely gives an indication that they could be lower. All, like, for example, you know, we were just discussing the, the earnings reports, like Cisco was down like 11%. Mm -hmm. Market goes down, you know, Dow drops. Those are, you know, based on earnings. Those earnings are based on people's spending. So, yeah, I, 
everything is pointing towards we potentially could have seen the peak. But it could easily turn the other way around and it could go higher, right? There's other people predicting the other way. You know, we just need to keep playing it out. And as it relates to to real estate, you know, it's what we focus on. Even with all of that, if you can, if you want to buy and, and all your finances are in order, this is the best time. Like it really, really is because you don't have that the over ask offers the fighting you can get concessions yeah i did see this week that during and this is nationally during the peak of everything concessions were about 19 percent of all sales included seller concessions yeah non-existent and yeah it could because statistically that's actually very low and i guarantee you especially knowing the amount of business that we did and what kind of offers we were accepting with our sellers um, most of those probably were, they were going over the listing price yeah. in order to get those concessions. Of course, there's no stats on that. Uh, yeah. And I'd like to know what those concessions right. were if it was concessions after an inspection report. Right. right. Correct. Because I had well, none. Right. No contracts well, with concessions. Well, now concessions are included in 43% of all closing contracts. Now I would tell you, uh, depending on different areas, obviously desirability that affects that, but that's a huge increase in the amount Massive. of seller concessions, especially when you go to average list price to sale price. The average list price to sale price, which is the homes, you know, the price homes are selling at versus what they're listed at, that's down. Correct. So when you combine that with also including seller concessions, these sellers are coming off their prices. Yeah, they're not coming off 30% or anything. This isn't like 2008. But even though prices are statistically up about three and a half percent locally, they're still moving on negotiations. And I think that that actually is pretty healthy. Days on market is up. Prices are up a little less than, you know, 4%, about three and a half percent. Historically, that's average. Yeah. Okay. So we're back to average times now. In days on market, market, which is good though. Yeah. Days on market is average. Um, it's about 30, I believe. Um, but I think sellers are negotiating and buyers are still able to get a great deal. And Hey, really great homes that are priced well are still getting multiple offers, multiple but not offers, every yeah. home. Nope. I, I had one the other day that we were, luckily I knew the listing agent. We were one of six offers. Yeah. So I spoke to her and we won it. Thank yeah. God. But, um, yeah, I mean, if it's priced right in a good area, it's still, people want those homes. Yes. Yeah. They want them. So Josh, how do they get in touch with you if they want to go over their options, especially for um, home loans or home equity loans or even HELOCs? How do they get in touch with so you? So I have found the best way to do this is call me personally. It'll be routed to my office. My number is 813-230-5982. And honestly, even if you are not looking to do that and you just have a question about this product, call, text, reach out. And, you know, it's like we discussed, we work back and forth with the Duncan Duo. It's, you've got great real estate agents there that we partner with. Um, but anything you need. I mean, right now is the time to ask questions. Yeah. You know, get prepared to make a game plan. Yeah. And give us a call. Uh, we'd love to point you in the right direction for finding a home. Uh, we actually have a lot of off-market homes that haven't hit the market yet that sellers are preparing, getting ready. Uh, we have a whole list of them at the office. My gosh. Uh, our number at the office is 813-359-8990. 
Again, 813-359-8990. And we'll be back right after this quick break here on the Duncan Duo. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Thanks for sticking with us through that long break. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Josh Goodwin from Goodwood Mortgage Group. You know, a lot of stuff um, in real estate right now, I would say, is about problem solving and is about getting people uh, into the home that they want with the payment that they want and with the... um, you know, with the terms that they want. It's about somebody coming to us with a problem. Hey, I want this home. I can't afford it. Or I want this home, but we're right on the edge. And just problem solving that for them, going different avenues through negotiation or through mortgage options that can possibly get them into the home that they want. And one of those things that we think is great right now is something called a 2-1 buy-down, Okay. And a 2-1 buy-down is really something you can do on the mortgage end to help get you through this time of really high rates, Um, hopefully rates coming down. But Mm. that's actually the point of the 2-1 buy-down is with the forecast of rates possibly coming down. Um, Can you explain, Josh, because I'll tell you that I was a little confused about it until I got a great explanation of it. what a 2-1 buy-down is on a mortgage. Yeah, so essentially, <clears throat> let's just say the, the rate that you qualify for today is a 7.5%. The 2-1 buy-down, so the 2 and the 1, those are, it's easy concept, difficult to explain. <laughs> the 2-1. So first year is 2, second year is 1. That's 2 years. The product lasts for 2 years. And what the product is, the first year, the 2 your rate will be 2% lower than what your actual qualifying rate is. So if you're at a seven and a half, you will be at a five and a half for the first year. Then the one is the next year. It goes up to a six and a half. And then by the third and remaining 27 years on a 30 year fixed mortgage, you're at a seven and a half. So the product is designed to give you reprieve while rates are high, like you'd said. Now, it's not technically an adjustable it's a fixed, rate. It's a fixed adjustable it's a rate. It's a fixed. It's not even not even adjustable. The, well, the rate adjusts in a sense, but the rate is fixed, right. right? So after those two years, it's fixed. So the the math behind it, if I'm a lender and you qualify, Robert, for a 7.5%, I want my interest payments on 7.5%. Right. So let's just say the, the program costs $11,000 on a $400,000 loan amount. And mind you, for those listening, that is negotiated and paid for by the seller is, is what we do. You do not pay that. So that 11000 goes into an escrow account. So if I, as the lender, want my interest payment on 7.5, but your first year you're making your payments based on 5.5, that money in the escrow account bridges the gap of the interest payments between the 5.5 and the 7.5 so that the lender is made whole. So one of the best parts about that product is, yes, the seller pays it, if you can negotiate that. But two, the, the most important thing, let's say rates drop next year. And out of that 11, 12,000 in that escrow account, we've only used six. The buyer gets to use that additional six grand in their refinance. Yeah. And, and I did not know that until we talked about that like probably a week ago. Yeah. You know, I thought that maybe you had to wait the whole period to refinance or no. if you refinance, maybe no, no strings, no prepayment penalties, no time to refinance. So on a normal rate buy down in the market, right? And if you're like, hey, I want to get my rate to a 7%. I'm like, okay, well, it's going to cost you $4,000. Mm-hmm. That $4,000 is gone. 
So if we refinance in a year, let's just say your break even based on the difference of a seven and a half to a 7% payment is four years. That money's gone. You refinance, the money is completely gone. It was spent at right. closing. But with the 2-1 buy down, they get to keep the remaining funds. Right, because it's just sitting in an account. It's sitting anyway. in an account. And it's the buyers to use. I see. So basically what you're hoping for then is at the end of those two years, one of two things. Either you can refinance and rates are lower, or worst cases, you, you kind of got used to the payment increasing Correct. to that seven and a half anyway. So you had a little wiggle room in order to hopefully, um, you know, get used to having that higher payment or get a raise or come into some money or whatever. Correct. Or win the lottery. Win yeah. the lottery, right. So we go over with every client because the main thing to really focus on is, you know, we don't want to bet on what the future is going to look like. Right. Because we've discussed this on the show. For the last 18 months, economists have been wrong about right. what rates were going to drop. I remember a little bit ago, <laughs> I knew somebody and they were like, rates are going to go April, negative. By April. Rates are going to go negative. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm banking on it. I got my life savings on it. Um, so back to the, the rates, yeah, it, it, it's giving you a reprieve. But like I said, you don't want to bet on the good times. So anytime we go over this product, we make sure the client is good with the note rate. If it right. gets to this, can you do this? Yes, I can. Great. Well, then this product is for you and it's fantastic. Because right. you're doing the qualification based on the higher based rate. On the higher rate yeah. right. So, <clears throat> but hey, even with the qualification, the the client still needs to be comfortable with it. There's some Correct. people that can qualify well, yeah. for a lot and they're still like, oh. There's a difference of qualifying <laughs> and comfort. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. absolutely. But it's, it's a great product. We're doing a lot of it right now because rates have come down. I mean, the highest I saw rates was like eight and a half percent with a point at one at one period in time, I know. And uh, the client's like, oh my God. I'm like, how do you think I feel? I'm having yeah, this conversation right. like a hundred times a day. Um, so now that rates have dropped into the sevens for this time being, right? And, and, and everyone listening, the way the market has been, it can shoot right back up. So now right. that rates are down here and you want to buy Let's take advantage of it because right. they are in a place that is much more palatable than they were. So while they're here in the sevens, if we can get you a two on buy down and get you into the fives, depending on your loan amount, I mean, that could be a thousand dollars a month difference. Yeah, no, seriously. And what I think is amazing is if you have a great agent, and again, we have a lot of great agents that work for us, the, the idea of it is that the seller, you know, is paying this for the buyer as part of the negotiations Correct. or some sellers are offering it up front. Like, Hey, I'm willing to yeah. do that. Yeah. And we actually have it in some of our listings. We talked to some of our sellers about it and they're like, Hey, yeah, I'm sure I'll do that for, for a buyer. It's better than a price reduction. Absolutely. And that's, that's how we presented it. And you know what? It also on, on the agent side, again, it's about problem solving for people. So Correct. it's about saying like, Hey, my only, you know, my only, offer out there isn't just let's lower the price. It's, hey, let's go over diff these different options. Let's throw it out there. Let's negotiate it. And the idea is that the seller's paying that for the buyer, you know, so then, you know, everybody's happy. The seller was able to sell the Correct. home. The buyer was able to get into it for a more palatable number. And then the buyer's able to make that payment. But um, I, I mean, I just think that that program is awesome. And it's different than Again, like you explained, the buyer paying points correct because those points know. are gone. Right. Once you close, they're done. You've lost them. So let's talk about this because I actually don't know the answer to this. If the buyer sells the home during those two years, they get the money. They get. They still get the money. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 
if the home changes at all, as far as like the a current sale, loan, yep, yes. the current loan, got they, it. They get the money. Got yep. it. Wow, that's a great program. It's incredible. You know, and it's so funny that we saw a lot of these, and this isn't, you know, a crazy program, okay? But we saw a lot more creative type of programs like this when the market was <laughs> just crazy. starting. You know, when the market, well. Oh, you're talking about with the crazy offers? Yes, yeah. With well, What was that coming? Knock, knock, oh um, ribbon? Gosh, we saw so much craziness. But even before then, I mean, you saw crazy, um, not crazy, but you saw loans that were just not typical back in like the crazy days, but that was all based about subprime. You know, this mm-hmm. is like still a prime yeah, person. It's just is, offering them a different uh, product. It, it's a great, I, I can't say it enough. It's a great product. How long have you guys offered the product or has it always kind of been there, Two but nobody's years. ever. Okay. So it, it, when it first came out was when rates went up to like four and 5% in right. 2022. Oh my God. And everyone's like, oh God. Crazy. You know, my 2%, it's my uncle got a 2%. I still, I, I still, love those. I, swear, I, I when still, people say that. So I bought a house. <laughs> I bought a, an investment property back some year. And this is a personal story. And I have to go on and make the mortgage payment every month. And for so long, I was so mad at the rate that this rate was a 4.1, 4.12. Every time I would go make this payment, I'd be like, the lender told me it was going to be a three nine five. Like I'm so mad about this payment, and now every time I go on, I don't care at all. Yeah, you're like this is great because I was finding int- uh, a property now it would be so much more than that. So anyway, but it, go ahead. I, I, <laughs> it's crazy. To add to it, I spoke to a client from 2019, going over these home equity loans, and she's like, you know, actually, I'm wanting to move. And I was like, yeah, you see where rates are right now, and she she laughed. She's like, I gave you such a hard time over that two and a half percent because somebody was offering me a 2.3. She's like, man, I feel dumb right now, but right. thank God we got locked right. in. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny the perspective, how it changes. Um, and even that 3.99 that you were promised opposed to a 4.25 might be a $50 difference a month. Yeah. Right. Right. It's all perspective. Um, well, I wasn't, too mad. I still, still closed on the property. <laughs> but in the moment, I think I got my statement and I was like, what is this? Yep. I can't believe this. You promised me different. But but it's um, you know, it's crazy how perspective changes. So when they went up to that, these the banks came out with they came out when they products. started going up to four and five percent, but this was the difference. So people are like, Oh, this is great. I can get a three percent still. Yeah. But sellers were not doing concessions then. Seller concessions didn't really start back, I would say, until about really eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Started and now they're progressing heavily. Well, because with rates a lot lower, the cost of the two one would have been less, correct? Correct. Okay. It, it, it's very dependent on the rate. But back then there were still houses selling off the market and there was no inventory. So sellers hadn't they hadn't adjusted yet. Mm-hmm. They're like I'm not giving you any money. You know, I want 20 grand over. So now that, you know, the market has slowed and rates have increased drastically, that program now makes more sense because sellers are willing to pay the money. Yeah. And to make it clear, buyers cannot pay it because there's what is called a points and fees test in a mortgage and it would not pass the points and fees. It would be too high for the buyer. Well, and you think to yourself, why... Realistically, why would the buyer want to pay? Correct. Because it's the weird. idea is that you're robbing they, Peter to pay Paul. Right, exactly. Yeah. They're just kind of prepaying at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, 
you know, it's interesting because now the program, because of rates, are more expensive. Uh, it's a little more expensive, obviously, than when rates were at four, but more people are willing to do it. So, you know, I think it's something that's going to stick around for a while. I don't think it's going anywhere. I actually think it's going to become more well-known, more I, common. I think it's going to become a staple of, you know, people are going to start asking, mm-hmm. hey, I'd like to do a 2-1 buy-down without us having to bring it up. To right. Them. I think it's awesome. So yeah. anyway, reach out to us. We'd love to speak with you about that. Uh, Josh specifically, uh, give out your cell phone number one more time. Yeah, Josh. 813-230-5982. Yeah, awesome. And we'll be back for the final segment right here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. We're back here on the final segment here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Josh Goodwin from Goodwin Mortgage Group. You know, one of the reasons why I love a product like an assumable mortgage, and I love that option uh, for a seller and a buyer, um, is that I think there's so much misconception out there about different products like an assumable mortgage. So, you know, I talk to sellers and we've talked to some sellers pretty commonly that will reach out to us and say, hey, I want to sell and I have a 3% or I have a 2.5% mortgage on my home and I know what that's worth and I know that somebody's going to pay a premium for this because they can assume my mortgage. And that is a lot of misconception. (laughs) In the nicest way possible. Um, so I think that that, um, that has led some people to believe that there's an inflated value on their property um, when that's actually not reality because an assumable mortgage is pretty much a complete nightmare. Yeah. And uh, Josh is nodding at me. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But, uh, but Josh, do you have you had experience where people want to assume a mortgage and do you guys help them through that? Or how does that work on the lending side? Because I'll tell you, with all the people that have reached out to us, I still haven't even done one. I mean, I know what it is. I know how to do it. It's not because we don't want to do it or I couldn't do it. It's that it's never successful. It's never um, something that's actually a viable, easy option for somebody. Yes. <laughs> Right. Yes, so, to all the above. Let me answer that. <laughs> we have nothing to do with the the assumption, um, because you're assuming. Okay, so so we don't. So so right. what the buyer does, they go to the seller's lender. Yes. So you're basically as a buyer assuming it, but you're assuming it from the seller's lender in the form that it is currently. Correct. So to put it in perspective, if the seller is selling the house for six hundred grand, and they have a mortgage of three hundred thousand on that property currently, at a two percent rate. The buyer can essentially qualify for that, and this is only on FHA and VA loans, right? But the buyer, assuming that, doesn't have to get a VA loan. They can do a conventional loan. They can assume that current one, right? They don't have to be a veteran to get it. Um, so if the house is six hundred thousand and the loan is three hundred thousand, which is right now about that, very common. Yes. Because what happened is, obviously, as everyone knows, prices went up, but also in conjunction with rates going up a lot. Correct. So we're in maybe normal world. If prices didn't go up so much, the assumable mortgage would be much more attractive. It'd be more palatable because the buyer has to make up that difference to right. make the seller whole. So whether they have cash or they get a you know a home equity line of credit to do it or a second mortgage like we offer, 
you know, that can negate that 2% rate. And that is where the problem arises for most people. Because most people, obviously, if they're buying a $500,000 or $400,000 home and they're tr- attempting to assume a mortgage that is $200,000, yeah. they do not have a way to bring 300000 or 400000 to the table in order to assume that mortgage in its current form. Well, and I think people don't get told that. They're like, oh my God, I right. can assume the mortgage. Right. They're not thinking about the other piece of it. But the biggest issue with these products is mortgage companies have to legally, the servicing companies have to legally offer that they can do this. They don't have a department for this. Right. I, you know, a realtor partner of mine, she's like, hey, this client wants to go assumable. Sorry. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> and uh, she calls- You mean you have other realtor partners? Yeah, just, just one other one. <laughs> and she calls me up and this is months later and she's like, oh my God, 90 days in. 90 days in she's talking to us actually let's backtrack in the beginning she calls the lender you know as any good agent does and uh the lady's like listen pal we don't have a department for this we'll get to it when we get to it your minimum is 90 days wow before we can even do this i've heard reminds people, me of like short sales back yes, in the day. <laughs> no one knew what to do right, right? so Yes, you can get an assumable mortgage, but the closing time, I would venture to say, is between 45 and 100 days. The sellers might not even know that. Right. So does the buyer have that time frame? To You're wait? being really generous saying 45. Yes. Yeah. It's not 45 days. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you know, does the seller have the time to wait and does the buyer have the time to wait? Yeah, right. To close that long, you know? So well, it's, see, it's a very unique situation for that person with the time frame. And the money out of pocket, it's not for everybody. Right. Or not for, for many. I don't, <laughs> I would steer very clear many, of it. Yeah. I mean, if you can get a 2% rate and the seller's fine with however long it takes, Robert, we don't care. Yeah. And you don't need to be into it, the house for any time period. Great. Like 2%. Yeah. If, if well, you can swing it, and, it's good. And well, and here's the thing hey, if you're a cash buyer yeah, and you were going to lay out maybe, 400,000 for a property because you're looking at the way rates are now and you're like, I'll just pay cash. Cause you know, there is a break even where you're like, Hey, cash is not growing and inflation, blah, blah, blah. I'll just, I'll just buy this. But then you're looking at, Hey, I, maybe I could assume a $200,000 mortgage and only put down 200,000. And I got 200 more and I got 200. Right. So then that is where it makes sense. That's a good, that's a good scenario that I would say is probably the best scenario. So again, as an agent, you know, these are things that we want to go through with you. We want to discuss with you. We want to give you a menu of options. That's what we like to say. We want to give you a menu of options where we can get you in the property that you want for the terms that you want. So give us a call. We'd love to discuss any option with you. We have a lot of options in our back pocket. 813-359-8990 is our office number. Or you can reach out to us on any of our socials, Duncan Duo, on Instagram, Facebook, you know, everywhere socials are featured. Uh, and Josh, how do they get in touch with you one more time? Uh, they can reach out to me directly, 813-230-5982 or by email at jgoodwin at goodwin, M as in Mary, G as in golf.com. Awesome. Thanks for joining us this week, Tampa Bay, and have a great rest of your Sunday.